Hi. I know it's been quite some time since I've come back on my podcast, but instead of just ranting and explaining why I haven't been here, I thought it made more sense to write things down and eventually share them with you. So here we go. The lesson Glinda the Good Witch gives to the Wicked Witch of the West when she says, go away, you have no power here. That is a powerful learning. One that I have personally learned over these last few months. Fear is not the absence of courage. It's the presence of doubt. And that happens when you give your power away. You lose energy in trying to control someone else's energy field because the truth is you have no control over anybody else's energy field but yours. For five months, I've been off my podcast for no other reason than this. I gave my power away. I wasn't given stress by other people. I took on the stress of trying to control somebody else's energy field, trying to control somebody else's perception of who I was. I came across a person who I allowed to create harm to the point where I physically became sick. Since then, it has been an interesting mental and physical journey. It has been challenging. And at the same time, it was much, much needed. And it's not uncommon in our culture to come across people who are so hell-bent on trying to tear you down. And more often than not, they're people that you're close to, people that you may consider friends, people that you consider family, and sometimes even love. I went from somebody who meditated regularly, exercised well, you know, uh, was super focused, really good about usage of my time, happy, positive, optimistic, just generally content individual to somebody who was fearful, sad, confused, and lost. And for so long, I did what most of us do, and that is I blamed this person entirely. And the thing is, when you blame somebody entirely for a situation, what you also do is you give the entire responsibility of healing this situation to that person. You give your power away. You instill more fear because you feel like you have no control over the situation. And fear is a funny thing. It makes your mind go into places that you didn't even know existed. My fear was stress-induced, and because of that, I had to be really careful about my diet. I was super diligent about the kind of food I was eating, when I was eating, how I was eating, when it was cooked, just really focusing on the physical aspects of my diet. And in that, I actually ended up ignoring my mental diet. I wasn't really thinking about the fact that I was constantly being negative. I had, you know, a victim mentality going on. I felt bad for myself. I felt out of control. I felt hopeless. I felt fearful. I wasn't focusing on that. And now I can realize that my downfall of my health and this entire situation actually happened on New Year's Day while I was out for a walk. I was venting about this person to somebody else and shortly after that call, I felt so heated. I had so much anger and angst and, and just felt so dizzy, literally dizzy and nauseous. So much that I actually had to call my dad to come pick me up from my walk. That's how sick I felt. And what, what I realize now is that when you fill your mind with negativity, when you fill your mind with just fearful thoughts, you not only get physically sick, but you also take away energy from what you can control, what you can do about the situation. And 
you know, when you're angry, think about the first person that it impacts. It doesn't impact the other person. It impacts you. It impacts the way that you tense up your muscles. It impacts the thoughts that you have. It impacts the way that you talk to somebody. It actually may never impact the other person as much as it impacts you. In fact, science even shows that a brief moment of anger can last in your body for seven hours. That's two seconds can cause seven hours of hormonal changes. That's high levels of cortisol for seven hours, which can impact the rest of your body. And I really wish I had known that because I wouldn't have gotten so angry. But hindsight 2020. And when I was getting this angry and giving my power away, I was really allowing this person to control the emotions that I had. My mind and body had been ingesting every bit of negativity that I was spewing. And like I said, for people who know me, I'm a fairly positive and optimistic person. But this brought out a part in me that I didn't even know I had. I had so much anger built up towards this person Primarily because I actually had never forgiven them for all the other things that they had done in the past. And we all have that one person or maybe a few in our lives that we look at and think, I could never forgive you or I want to forgive you, but this person makes it so difficult for me to forgive you. And sometimes, even if you want to forgive these people, the people around you will prevent you from doing so by saying things like, how could you forgive somebody that's so you know, and, and you could never forgive people like this. And I'll tell you this, what you end up actually doing is just holding onto the poison until it gets more and more deadly. Because the next time this person does something and they will do something, it will set off an insane amount of anger in you that you don't even know you have. And I tell you from my experience that it's not just about an emotion, it can do physical harm to you. It can do mental weakness to you because, like I said, you've given so much of your power away, you think that you no longer have control over the situation. So I started doing something that I had been told years ago by somebody, and that is to laugh it off. Quite literally started laughing off these situations. Because what I noticed is that when I took it really seriously, I attached more meaning than I should have to whatever they were saying. And by laughing it off, I was able to see things objectively. Again, for people who know me, know that I'm fairly short. So if somebody called me a giant, I wouldn't take offense to it because I know it's not factually true. And that is the same logic that I applied here. I just started laughing it off and knew that it wasn't factually true. But there was still a part of me that really enjoyed venting and complaining about this person, especially with other people who also had a problem with this person. And that actually also brought my energy levels down because we were all joining in this one big pity party and we would think that this person is to blame entirely and that we have no control over the situation. And whenever I used to verbally talk about this person, I would feel physically sick to my gut. So I started seeing that pattern and started refraining from saying anything verbally about this person. But I still found myself mentally thinking about this thing, you know, even long after they had left or were no longer part of my life, I was still asking questions like, what kind of a person and who does this person think they are? It took me like, I want to say 
four months when I was in India one day for it to hit me that the energy I was giving off was the energy that I was attracting. That if I was thinking about this person in a negative manner, they were most definitely thinking about me in a negative manner. And you can look at scientific texts, you can look at spiritual texts, they all say that the energy you give off is the energy that you attract. And I was radiating an energy of hate, anger, fear, confusion, and just just sadness overall. And so that's exactly what I was attracting back from this person. So I did something that I could not have imagined myself doing, and that was complimenting this person. I asked myself, you know, what could I admire about this person? How do I shift the narrative about who I think this person is in my mind so that it doesn't harm me? And selfishly so, in an attempt to compliment them and to think about all the positives in them, I realized that my health was actually starting to get better. I was able to focus more. I wasn't so angry about the situation. And it it genuinely made me feel better to think about positive aspects in them. And as hard as that might be, even your biggest enemy has has to have something that you can admire. And it's not so much about them, but it's more about the kind of energy that you radiate into yourself. When When you start complimenting people, what you're really doing is that instead of filling your mind and time with anger and hatred and confusion and frustration and whatever it is, you start making space for acceptance. You start making space for patience. And, and genuine compassion for these people. And I came to the realization that I was not a special case. I was just the next case. Because more often than not, you might encounter people who do things to you that take you by surprise, that make you question, you know, how, how can somebody do this? But it's not so much about you as much as it's about them. It's that they're so low in their own energy and power that they feel the need to tear you down and steal it from you because they're not fulfilled. So the best way to move forward, what I have realized, is to actually focus on the positives in this person, to think about all the good things about them. And that actually fills up your mind and your space with, like I said, genuine acceptance, but also fulfillment. You come from a place of of high vibration, of high love, high energy, and just being overall content. So much so that you can look at them and say, go away, you have no power here. And while it took me five months to come onto this podcast, I knew that I had to take this time to really come from a place of being fulfilled and being happy because I couldn't come on this page in the mindset that I was in. And the truth is we all have negative emotions, negative thoughts, and and the key is to really not focus on why they're there, but what you can do about it. And what you can do about it is start claiming your power back, that instead of blaming situations and blaming people and blaming your imagination, you take accountability for the thoughts that you have about people, situations, or imaginations. So... If you took nothing away from this podcast, I urge you to take away this. Bring the one thing that brings fear into your life. It could be a person, a situation, or an imagination. And think about how you can take your power back. 
For example, if your negative imagination is, what if I'm never successful? Change that narrative and think about what if I am successful? And what do you have to do to be successful? Redirect your energy into thinking about and investing your time into doing the things that will bring you success rather than wondering, what if I'm never successful? You know, if your boss isn't giving you a raise, instead of blaming your boss, think about what can you do to be so valuable and indispensable that they can't reject you a raise. And I will say this from my own experience that over these last few months, when I was fearful and scared and had given my power away, it was like I was in a bright room with my eyes closed. It felt dark. It felt like I couldn't go very far and it didn't matter what people around me were saying or doing. I just didn't feel powerful enough. Not until I decided to take accountability for my situation and started improving the things that I could very well control. So learn from me and spit the poison out. Forgive whoever you need to forgive, let go of whatever you need to let go of, and start focusing on the things that you can make an impact. And maybe forgiveness is step two. Maybe step one is finding something that you admire about the person, the situation, or even the imagination that you have. And I'll say that ultimately, fear only brings out the worst in you, whereas compassion brings out peace in you. It brings out fulfillment in you. It brings out the power in you because you can see things for what they are and not let it impact you because you have enough power and you're fulfilled enough to not let it impact you. Fun fact, this person is still spewing nonsense about me. In fact, when I was in India, I heard many such things that they were saying about me and I quite literally laughed it off. All I could say to this person is, go away, you have no power here. So with that being said, welcome back to season two of Enough Unsaid. I am so happy to be back here and I feel so much better so much more fulfilled, so much more content to bring forward the stories of resilience and happiness and growth in our culture and community. So welcome back to season two of Enough Unsaid and I think that is enough said.